EOT term points out that IoT devices generate a lot of data and that data must be analyzed to be useful. Now, it also suggests that the analytics are necessary to make connected devices smart and for them to take an intelligent action as a response to your feedback. Now, connection, on the other hand, isn't required for this intelligent action. There are many different kinds of IoT analytics and connection isn't required for all of them. Think, for example, a smart thermostat, if you will. Now, these thermostats are available from a variety of vendors. Now, these thermostats sense not only the room temperature, but also whether people are in the room or not, their patterns of activity during the day, and so on and so forth. In order to make sense of such data and take action on it, smart thermostats have embedded analytics that help them decide when to turn themselves on, off, up, or down. So they're smart enough even without being connected, to save energy with little or no user involvement. Now, isn't that a wonderful example? Now, this is where the analytics of things incorporated with the Internet of Things can take you to. Smart thermostats can also be connected to the Internet through Wi-Fi, and there are some potential benefits from doing so. Remote monitoring and control is one of them. I can turn up my thermostat during my trip home from work, or check remotely to make sure my pipes won't freeze. Now, this feature is useful for controlling remote devices, but connection also yields more data and more potential for analytics. Now, the primary virtue of connected analytics is that you can aggregate data from multiple devices real-time and make comparisons across time and users that will basically lead you to making better decisions. Now, comparative usage of an important resource such as energy then is one key analytical approach to connected data. So right now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you what other types of analytics of things are there. So you have your understanding patterns and reasons for variation, which basically you do by developing statistical models that explain variation. Then there is anomaly detection which basically means you identify situations that are outside of identified boundary conditions, such as a temperature that is too high or an image depicting someone in an area that should be uninhabited, so on and so forth. That is an anomaly or an unnaturalness. Then there is predictive asset maintenance. So basically here you use your sensor data to detect potential problems in machinery before they actually occur. Now this is very famous when we are talking about electronics and electricals. Then you have optimization, which is basically the most prominent form of IoT that you see these days. Here you use sensor data and analysis to optimize a process as when a lumber mill optimizes the automated cutting of a log or a poultry processor automates the preparation of chicken. Now, this is the most famous form of IoT that we see. Then you have prescription. Now, this involves employing sensors and other types of data to tell frontline workers what to do, as when weather and soil sensing is used for prescriptive planting by farmers. And finally, you have situational awareness. So, this type of AOT helps in piecing together seemingly disconnected events and putting together an explanation. So, this is basically Scotland Yard, but with IoT. So as when a series of oil temperature readings in a car combined with the dropping fuel efficiency 
may indicate that an oil change is necessary. Now, this is a partial list of AOT possibilities, as in what can be achieved using AOT. Now, this begins to suggest that there are elements in common. One is that they are often a precursor to informed action. Comparative usage statistics, for example, might motivate an energy consumer to cut back on usage. Predictive asset maintenance suggests the best time to service machinery, which is actually much more efficient than servicing at predetermined intervals. A municipal government could analyze traffic data sensors on roads and other sources to determine where to add lanes and how to optimize stoplight timing to avoid bottlenecks and other traffic flows. Another common element in the AOT is that integrated display of information, which basically means pulling together IoT information into one place so that it can be monitored and compared, can be seen in all of the instances that I've mentioned before. Now, in Singapore, for example, the Land Transport Authority has put IoT central information gathering and analytics into place. Its data sources include road sensors, traffic light monitoring, expressway traffic monitoring, intersection monitoring, GPS devices monitoring, traffic and road conditions on the 9500 taxis, parking space availability sensors, and crowdsourcing public data. At one point, all of these sources were independent, but Singapore has now created an integrated spinal cord for them called the iTransport platform. Thus far, the primary use of the unified data is to push it out to drivers through electronic signboards and to companies to create innovative applications. But one could easily imagine the use of automated analytics to change traffic light patterns, increase tolls for vehicles going into the city, or to recommend optimal routes. In case of an accident or bottleneck or a mishap on the road, which leads to closing of an entire lane. One could also suggest that automated action is another possible element of the AOT, though it doesn't always have to take place. So who needs to bulk up on AOT? Starting with organizations. So basically these organizations should begin building their sensor data analytic capabilities if they have relatively little experience with sensor analytics or little exposure to fast moving big data. If they see a lot of data coming, and no way to make clear sense of it, the analytics of things is going to be important for driving the future. For example, if your organization or enterprise, like your military and intelligence sectors, is using drones to capture a great deal of video, you may want to rapidly focus on capabilities to analyze video data and detect anomalies with little to no human intervention at all. The Secretary of the U.S. Air Force lamented in 2012 that it would be years before humans could possibly analyze all the video footage captured by drones in war zones. Here is where IoT and AoT together can solve this problem. But today, we are just at a starting point. We learn much more about AoT as these connected devices proliferate. We learn how to extract the data from them for analysis and where best to locate the analytics. There's also a great scope to learn the kinds of analytical features and functions and how they are going to be most helpful and most optimum in all domains and lifestyle. 
But for now, it's just useful to remember that Internet of Things is only useful if those things are smart and continue to be. And that can happen only through the analytics of things. With that, I close the session. My name is Upasana. Thank you and have a great day.